You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in for another episode of SOB Style of Business. This, of course, is your host, Keetra, back this week with a terrific guest. We are speaking with the fantabulous Michelle Gomez. She is the founder and CEO of Line 25 Consulting. She is also an author. She's a speaker. She's a podcast host. And she's making some major moves in digital marketing. She also does coaching, and she has a lot of great information that she's going to share with us today. And um, we'll also be covering some of her new initiatives that she has coming up for 2019. So I will give her a minute to give us an introduction. And you guys know the drill. We're going to roll right into this wonderful interview. So Michelle, how's it going? How are you today? (laughs) It is a beautiful day in the cold in the city of Houston. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a, I, I am a fan, but I'm not a fan. I love the cold weather, but they, you know, the, the wet part, the, the dampness, you know, we can minus that. I know, I know. And I'm not a fan of the cold, but you know, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, each day I wake up opportunities like this. So that makes it beautiful in itself. Oh, I love it. Okay, perfect. All right, so let me, I'm going to throw it over to you for a second. Just give us a, a intro. Let us know what it is that you do, you know, background information, and we're going to keep moving forward. As far as the background, you know, marketing, finance experience, balled all of that up through different endeavors. Uh, currently, you know, author of the book Network Navigate and Nurture is Success Undefined, podcast host of Networking with Michelle. And a few other things, you know, we'll get later, get into that later in the conversation. But, you know, just the, I, I like to think of an everyday girl trying to figure it out and share that story with the social media platforms, the podcast, the books, and all that good stuff. Wonderful. Yeah, that definitely makes uh, two of us. And I truly appreciate you sharing that with us today. I'm going to tell you right off, right off the bat. Okay, so when I reached out, we finally got the interview coordinated set up. I started digging around trying to learn a little bit more. And I came across one of your, an older video where you were talking about street team marketing. And before you you revealed that you were excited about it, I was waiting for you to say something like, yeah, you know, it was just a street team and, you know, to pass out flyers. And, you know, I really wasn't interested, you know, but then you, you were like, I was so excited. <laughs> excited. And I was like, okay, that, that's the first, because I've, I've had experience with that street team and that's work, you know, it's work to be passing out flyers. You have to be a people person. So when you kind of flipped it and said that you enjoyed it, I was like, okay, there's, we need to get down to the bottom of this and figure out what specifically was it about that experience that really led you into your career field, like the, the marketing aspect, rather, when you had that that street team opportunity? I know it was for like a, a, was it a music event or a concert? I can't remember what you said. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're taking them back. So one, <laughs> it's good to be naive, right? Because you don't know what you're getting into. You're like 19, 20, I can get into the club free. <laughs> Sign me up. You know? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> No, but, um, you know, what's funny, though, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was BET, but I watched it on YouTube, how they had the, like, what what happened to Jaquan or whatever. So 
Claw was the rapper of the hot number one rap song in 2004, Tipsy. And in 2004, the Super Bowl was in Houston. Mm. So like I said, um, I was young, 19, 20 years old, I don't know. But I was a, <laughs> I was a student at U of H, and I had a good friend named Derek who was in the entertainment industry, and he was working with Arista Records. So he was just like, hey, I got to put a street team together. You know, Super Bowl is going to be crazy. It's not paid, but you can get into the clubs free. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. You know, like, this is my boy. It's the weekend Super Bowl, once-in-a-lifetime experience. He signed me up. And that was just the beginning. And mind you, when I was at U of H, I was a pre-pharmacy major. Uh, so I knew nothing about marketing. I knew nothing about the music business. I'm just trying to help a friend out. And that's how it, you know, I got started. And what I realized in short was like, yeah, the clubs are free, but it was giving me the opportunity to talk to people. Mm. And lots of times people like I'm shy, I'm an introvert. It's because you know, you don't know what to say. Like, how do I spark this conversation out of thin air? But when you're a marketer and you have a product or a service, like, that's your introduction. Like, that's how you introduce yourself to the world. And that was the thing. It's like, hey, the, the door, the bouncer at the door. Like, hey, I'm a promoter with Arista Records. Okay, you cool, get in. Yeah. You know, you go to the DJ. Like, hey, I'm promoting this record. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You've seen this record so for me a couple like, of times. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I had a product that it was allowing me to introduce myself to people, and that was the beginning of networking and building relationships. But I had no idea at the time. I had no verbiage yeah. for it. It was just like, hey, I'm about to have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> get up at this club real quick. <laughs> I totally get that. I totally get that. Yeah, I mean, that, that was that type of marketing, that guerrilla marketing, that boots to the ground type, you know, hitting up this spot and then you get in the car and drive to a new territory and you work that spot and do this and do that. That's work. So that's one of the things that yeah. really surprised me about that. But yeah, when you take it back though and you say, hey, it gives me an, intro- an opportunity to introduce myself and connect, then you you realize like the light bulb goes off. That's about, you know, you build your business and, and make new connections, which is always great. Yeah, so I did the entertainment industry for maybe, I'll say three to four years, because in the beginning it was off and on, and then I got real serious about it for about two years, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I did that. I was fortunate to uh, be a production assistant on a couple of music videos, some independent movies that were filmed in Houston, started freelancing as a writer for different publications. So I was interviewing artists and then I got into PR for other independent artists, working on MySpace, getting business yeah. oh, wow. on MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, if you remember that, yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And then um, oh, my gosh. I started, you know, building my first website on WordPress. <laughs> you know, all of this was like two thousand four to two thousand six. Yeah, and then um, right around two thousand seven, eight, I was like, okay, I need to do something else. But yeah, that's how I got started in marketing. Perfect. Yeah, I love that, and I love your title. I mean, I connection strategist. That <laughs> sounds like somebody that knows what they're doing. And I love the way, like, how you bring people together because a lot of times people are guarding their contacts. You know, they're guarding mm. opening up people to to their network. They don't want to invite you anything, and so that can kind of be a bit tricky. So. When it comes to 
connecting people and just really helping them to understand the value of getting to know this person and that person. Why, why do you think we underestimate the value of connection and collaboration? I think we underestimate it because lots of times we are too busy looking up when we need to be looking across. And what I mean by that is we're always looking for the hookup. We're always looking for someone mm-hmm. to put us on. But if we're looking across and be like, okay, well, I'm trying to do this and you try to do this and we're on the same playing field, we're more inclined to collaborate. Right. It's like we can pull our resources together and build something great versus the person at the top that's looking down. And I'm not saying that you're not worthy because we all need a break, but they already have their resources. They already have their connections. So it's kind of like when we think about what are you bringing to the table, we really want to be at the table with someone that's bringing equal or greater value. But if you're not there yet, it's some, it's hard for people to take you seriously. And I think that's what I've been able to do is just collaborate across the board amongst friends and peers and even strangers to develop these relationships. Or sometimes it's just connecting the two people and taking myself out of the equation because that's a success as well. Yeah. And just really watching all of us grow together at the same time. Excellent. Love that. Would you be able to share, and I know you would, just, I already know the, the answer to that, but like as, as far as maybe some ideas on creating valuable connections, and and especially for those of us who are business owners and looking to expand our reach, you may have a lot of followers, you may have likes, you may have a, you know, a, a audience base, but there's a difference between having that audience and having those having an audience versus really having that engagement. You know what I mean? So say, for instance, if you have the Instagram, you have all your social media platforms, a lot of people think that the numbers really equate to interaction or value. But most of the times, if you're not even interacting or if you don't even make the use of some of those contacts, what's what's the use? You know what I mean? So what are some ways or what are some ideas, rather, that you could share that would help us to to really be able to establish those valuable connections? What are some things that we could do? Like we have this this network of people. We don't know how to engage them. What are some things that we could do? You know, and that's the thing. Everyone talks about engagement, but the thing is we really have to initiate. initiate. And everyone's okay. afraid to initiate the engagement. And you have to initiate. You know, someone has to initiate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Okay. We need your help, so, Michelle. Because <laughs> we're, we're scared. To initiate. But, you know, I tell yeah. people, you know, and Gary Vee probably said it best in one word, it's just care. You know, you have to care. And me personally, I'm at a point where I'm really focused on relationship maintenance. Yeah. So I check on people. And, hey, how are you doing? Okay. Oh, you're not ready to buy? You're not ready to buy? That's fine. I wasn't even asking about the business. I just want to know how you're doing. Like, yeah, like, how are you in itself? You know, we can get to the business later if that comes up. And I think that's what happens, especially amongst entrepreneurs and consumers, is that we only network and follow up when we need business. And it's hard to form those relationships, Mm, right? right. But if you're just like, hey, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. Okay, thanks for asking. You crossed my mind. I just just wanted to check on you. 
it's like, oh, this person is really genuine. This person really cares about me. I believe that's what I lead with. I try to lead with. Yeah. And I know it's hard, but I think social media streams like that through anniversaries, birthday reminders, um, seeing people's posts and just be like, hey, congrats. And I think it's those simple things that we have to initiate, initiate the communication in order for us to have engagement as well as consistency that can lead to a better relationship. Oh, wow. Yeah. Definitely makes sense. Somebody has to say hello first. Somebody. And we're just going to be looking at each other. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and that's, that would be kind of kind of awkward. So we definitely have to engage or initiate first and then work on the engagement later. So I love that. Okay, relationship maintenance. Okay, now this now we're getting down to, to the good stuff because I know that you are, it seems like you're a creative person by nature. I know you got a lot of different projects. You have a lot of services that you do. You have this, you have that, you have the book. As a creative person, Okay, as a cre- and I'm not trying to trick you or come up with any, you know, tricky questions, but how like do you ever find yourself feeling like out of all the things that you're creating or even when you're working with clients, is there such thing as being too creative or overly creative to where you have so many things going on that you are kind of bombarded and you know looking for a way to to structure things. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I might look 3 years ago Four years ago, when I wrote my first book, Network, Navigate, and Nurture, I was like one and done, right? (laughs) Like, I couldn't see past it. And as I started moving forward with the book or promoting the book, I was like, oh, my God, I can do more of these. Like, I have all of these ideas. And at one point, I was like, oh, I'm going to write a book a month. You know, like one e-book a month. And that is doable, right? You just have to have the system in place as well as the money to finance things yeah yeah but yeah i have the ideas i definitely have the ideas but it's just the money it's the resources it's the time right the valuable commodity and i haven't been able to execute a lot of things and i'm look i'm human you know just because i'm being interviewed doesn't mean i'm exempt from this this is uh, one of my current struggles is that I don't even promote this service, but I manage other people's podcasts. And most people like to release their episodes on Mondays. Oh, wow. And my podcast was being released on Monday. And I was like, okay, Michelle, this is too much. (laughs) So I pushed my episodes back to Wednesday. And then I just stopped recording, right? Because I feel like I need to take care of my clients and, you know, I can do other things regarding my personal brand. But, yeah, being creative, it's it's hard. And then lots of times, you know, you have to be in the mood to write. Right, you have to yeah. be in the mood to record a podcast or a video. Yeah. And yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, sometimes that couch and these <laughs> SVU marathons and oh <laughs> it's just a lot more I know what you're doing the work. Oh, I love that. You know what? As soon as you said the the episodes in the couch, I had an immediate flashback to my Saturday afternoons on the in in the bed and watching Netflix. That's my deal. So yeah, I I know I I know exactly what you mean. There's no five AM on Saturday morning. So so that that is uh, I love that. I love that. Okay, and so Now, let's talk a a bit about the coaching, because I know that in addition to the speaking, you also offer coaching and you work with individuals. I was kind of reading some of the information on how you 
you know, put together, just just really help people to to develop their brands and social media and things like that. So talk a little bit about your coaching process and, and how that works. Yeah, I've been very fortunate to work with some great people uh, when it comes to developing their personal brand. And a lot of it was people like, Michelle, how do you do it? How did you get to this point? And literally this time last year, I sat down, I put down all of my marketing books and it's like, okay, Michelle, what did you do? And it was my seven steps to creating an influential personal brand, which I coach on and I speak on. And basically, in a nutshell, it's really about developing a core message, establishing a platform, and then using publicity mm-hmm. and your connections, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I should say storytelling as well. And that those are what five things wrapped around the seven steps. But we all have it. It's just really a matter of how comfortable are you to share that with the people. And the story's a message. Social media is usually a platform. And I just bring those things out of people. And lots of times we are too much in our head. We're creating internal dilemmas. So I just help people through that (laughs) process. What is your story? Let's talk about it, okay? From that story, how much are you comfortable sharing? Okay, well, how do you want to share it? And that's why I love doing interviews love being a guest on other people's show um i talk about the tribe of influence where yes i have people that follow me and i'm appreciative but interviews such as this it gives me a chance to be in front of new audiences and it just builds and it grows from there and i just hope people resonate you have it you have it let's bring it out let's bring it and share it to the world Oh, love that. That's why you are a connection strategist. All right. That's hey, that's that's a hot topic for you. We we're gonna next time you come on, we're gonna really dig deep and, and get some more good information. Cause I know a lot of people need this. And speaking of which, this is leads into this next question about your book, Network, Navigate and Nurture the Equation to Strategic Networking. Who is this particular book for first? And then also So this book it's for the young professionals, right? So I'll say that person that's between 22 to 30, right? They just graduated from college, maybe grad school. They're in their first professional career-oriented job. And I believe we are no longer in time where we could just keep our head down, sit in a cubicle, and do good work and expect a promotion. Uh, your promotions, whether it's internal or a leap into an outside company, it's it comes through your relationships, right? right. Uh, people want to know you. Who are you outside of work? Yes, your spreadsheet looks fabulous, but do you have the personality to manage a team, right? And I won't know that unless you come out and participate in the company events, uh, company yeah. meetings, maybe happy hours. And that's what the book really explores on what is networking, how to network it, how to network in a company through social media, volunteering. I've gotten great opportunities through volunteering, getting a mentor, becoming a mentor, uh, things of that nature. 
Excellent. Love that. And now I will ask this other question that I was going to try to tack on. I was trying to get two a two for one. But anyway, this needs to be its own deal. There's a marketing initiative that I know that, that you're working on and you were going to, I know you posted some stuff earlier, maybe this summer about it. Did you want to maybe kind of touch on that and, and tell us what that is? Because I know with the PR, the marketing, social media, all of that stuff kind of ties in, but you're really making a bigger push to bring people together and do some big things for us, especially here in the Houston area. Yes, I am establishing the African-American Marketing Association, and this will be an or professional organization focusing on the growth and development of marketing professionals. Mm-hmm. And yes, it says African-American, but it's open to all. And I think it's really important right now because, one, we don't have any right. um, black marketing associations across the nation based off of my research. And there's a void. And uh, it's tricky because marketing is something everyone needs right, regardless of industry, and I really want to create an environment where all can come in and learn how to market, how to market within the Fortune 500 company, how to market as an influencer, how to market Mm. with a small business owner, because we Mm -hmm. all need marketing, and there's so many aspects of marketing, you know, let's try to figure it out and tackle it, and at the same time, I want to uh, foster, you know, the growth of great marketers that, you know, hopefully we become a primary source for companies like, hey, I need a marketing candidate. You know, they can think of the African-American Marketing Association. Uh, When it comes to influencer marketing or these corporations are starting to, you know, create a multicultural marketing campaign. Yeah hey, they can tap into the association and get damn good candidates to fill that pipeline for Mm. what they need to be done, whether it's a full-time employee or a freelancer. I really want to create that safe environment, that hub of people as well as resources to distribute in Houston and beyond because I definitely want to grow the organization. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that that is going to be a phenomenal move to make. And, and, and really the push to be able to do something like that is going to be huge. I agree. We definitely need it. Marketing. Everybody needs marketing, whether you're marketing your new pack of shoelaces or if it is, a <laughs> you know, or if, a, if it's a service, you know, you have to have that exposure. So that is perfect. So now you, you're going to tell us a bit about this podcast, because I know you have networking with Michelle. I know you kind of put it, you know, you had to kind of put it on pause and, and make some arrangements due to your your busyness and the schedule. But tell us a little bit about, you know, your show and then also how you have come to be able to bring these people together. And I know you talk about the branding, you talk about business development. Give us a little information about the show. Yes. So networking with Michelle, I like to say the go-to podcast for African-American millennials discussing a life life strategies with a bit of entrepreneurial advice and I started out in 2015 solely as a marketing and networking podcast and I was like wait a minute I'm growing and I'm struggling with a lot of stuff and that's why I opened it up to life right health fitness mental health um, and so many other things where I realized as a business owner you know I'm 
hovering over my computer 8, 10, 12 hours and I'm gaining weight and I'm like, this is not right. This is messing up my performance. I'm in my mid-30s and my mom is retiring and although I'm single and I don't have kids, it's like I'm struggling to find balance. Yeah. Right. And I think we all are, whether we're single in a relationships and all of this is affecting my business. Yeah. We need to talk about it. Yeah. And that's what we do on the networking with Michelle show. And it's really a thesis of me just being able to connect. Right. My whole thesis, my whole premise, my whole brand is based off of that yeah. and reaching out to people, you know, and then before in the beginning, it was really about like, Ooh, who can I get? And then, you know, I was looking up and then I was like, hold on, Michelle. Yeah. You, know, you got to look across because <laughs> I know great people. I have yeah. great friends doing extraordinary things. And we have intimate conversations. So it's like, let me bring them on the show and share those conversations with the world. Love that. Love that. Love that. Michelle, we need to pick your brain. We need to pick your brain before we wrap I'm up. Here. I, I know. I, I'm glad you're here. I'm, I'm fingers crossed and everything. I'm so happy and excited that you're here. But I'm going give me give us a networking tip. Give me your number one networking tip for those of us who, hmm, how would I say this? Not necessarily afraid to network. But basically, those of us who don't know what we're doing when it when it comes to networking, what's your number one tip or advice, rather? So before I give you the tip, I want to encourage you. Okay. You never know who you're going to meet and what it may lead to. Mm, okay. You never know who you're going to meet and what it may lead to. So with that in mind, with that encouragement, consider if you just say hello to the person standing in front of you, behind you, in the Starbucks line, right? Mm-hmm. Or that person that you continue to walk across at work, but you never say anything, but what if you pay them a compliment? Mm-hmm. And that compliment starts the conversation. So it goes back to initiating the engagement. So, okay. and then with that, I believe it's going to be reciprocated, right? So it may not be from that same person, but it will be from somebody else. And it's going to come when you need it the most. And uh, with that, when you do go out, it's, it's, at least right now, it's the holidays. Uh, this is a good time just to touch base with people. Uh, we are going to these social events. Um, just start a conversation. You know, what are you most excited about today? Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to in 2019? And I think those are some great open-ended questions that get people excited to open up, you know, start the conversation. Yeah, of course. All right. That is perfect. Perfect. I love that. Okay. I could, you know, I could stay on here another hour, just kind of (laughs) go picking your brain for marketing and and good tips on networking and all that other stuff. So before we wrap up, tell us where we can find you online, more about Line 25 Consulting, your wonderful book. Also, if somebody is interested in a coaching session, or speak or securing you for a speaking engagement rather now I'm tongue twisting uh also share that information with us as well Michelle and your social media platforms yes so I'm available all across the board Michelle Gomez last name is n-g-o-m-e so that's michellegomez.com you can follow me on Instagram for the cool stuff Facebook for the real stuff LinkedIn for the professional stuff 
Um, I give it to you however you want it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> all, all types of ways. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> For the coaching, you know, look, I'll, my prices are on the website. So if anyone listens to the podcast, send me an email. I'll give you 50% off for the coaching. They're already affordable. This is just more affordable, right? So feeling generous today. And um, I'll walk you through for three sessions. I'll walk you through, you know, those seven steps on how we can create an influential personal brand. And then I'll also speak about that. So if anyone wants to book me for an event, seven steps to creating an influential personal brand. And I do want to say this for um, all of the speakers because uh, a lot of the stuff starts to overlap when you're yeah. creating content, podcasting, speaking, writing books. Stick to one thing. Mm, okay. Stick to one thing. Let that one thing be your main thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. And um, my friend would also say, don't mess up your for show money trying to get some more money. money. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I love that. Yes, that needs to be on license plates, bumper stickers. <laughs> Cups, t-shirts, hats, <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> that is the motto of the year, 2019. Oh, my gosh. But, but I say that because I used to, I used to cater to people. You mm-hmm. know, people would be like, hey, can you do this? Oh, yeah. And then I'll switch it up. Right. And then this year, I, I just stuck, stuck. <laughs> yeah. I just, I would focus on these seven steps to creating an influential personal brand. And my demand increased. I got better. I know my material. And I'm just streamlining that into other things. So I want to encourage people with that as well. Uh, Stick to one thing and make it your main thing. Oh, my gosh. That's excellent. That is absolutely perfection in its finicity. And I know it's not a word, but anyway, uh, Michelle, thank you so much for being a guest on SOB. We truly appreciate it. We're looking forward to this association. We're looking forward to the things that you're creating and all of the great things uh, that you have coming up for 2019. So enjoy the rest of your day, and we will look forward to touching base with you soon. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.